What is up, everyone, and welcome in to episode 40 of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me, as always, is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, how are you doing on this wonderful Wednesday night? Woo! Wednesday night! Feeling pretty good. Episode 40, man. That's crazy. That's That's a lot of episodes. That's like... Wow, that's crazy. I feel like we just started this, you know, a few weeks ago, almost sometimes. And uh, it was not. It <laughs> was indeed like over 40 weeks ago. All my life. I mean, you've been talking to me all your life. So, I mean, that maybe that's where exactly. that's coming from. Maybe that's that's that is fine. Uh, no, I'm just chilling. We had some technical difficulties here a little while ago and terrified myself in the empty house that I'm in. So pretty sure my headphones are haunted <laughs> or something of the sort. So hopefully the... Uh, Sound Perfect. effects and audio come come through fine, and if not, it's Halloween Halloween week, so um, I guess it's it's to be expected. I guess exactly, things are meant to be spooky and odd. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, speaking of spooky, let's get into the news. <laughs> Do it. Well, it has been a slightly scary week for injuries. All right, and we are haunted, as you can see. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're going to get fired. Oh, my God. This is terrifying. I'm fine. I'm fine, guys. It's fine. fine. It's fine. Okay, anyway, injuries. (laughs) You want to run us through them? Oh, God. I don't I don't even. Zach Wilson, PCL sprain here. Two to four weeks, he will probably be out. Not that you are uh-huh. probably starting him anyway in your lineup. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield, still no practice um, on Monday. I don't think he practiced yesterday either. Um, so I don't know. He's not been ruled out, though, for Sunday. Something to keep an eye on. Tyrod Taylor. Has been back to practicing this week. Will probably start over Davis Mills, which is kind of unfortunate because I've been enjoying watching that happen and watching these rookies <laughs> get in there and play. It should um, be a good thing for Brandon Cooks. Hopefully. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't use the word good when talking about anything on Houston. But yeah, maybe. We'll see. Well, yeah. What? Yeah, no. It should uh, at least be better. Better. I can use that word. Uh, OBJ. Yo, both shoulders are injured. I just why we Drop just him. don't play him like ever Drop anymore. Him. We're done. We're done. We're done with the OBJ thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, We're done yeah. He's this. he just he just needs to get off your roster. Like there's he's doing nothing there for you. You can't start him. You can't trade him. Nobody's gonna trade for him unless nope. he's like a nothing piece in another trade. Like it. I think the easiest thing is just to cut him. Makes your life just, easier. Just yeah, get get out of that hell that you are in if you have him on mm-hmm. your team. Uh, Nick Chubb did return to practice. It is great Ooh. news. Um, it's great news, you know, for Cleveland, for really Cleveland fans, great. for for Chubb owners. Um, if you have Dearness Johnson and, you know, I would hold on to him. I think he could still be a solid play. He, I think he's just going to take over that Kareem Hunt role. So, you know, Personal I would hold question. on to him there. Yes. What what if you have Dearness Johnson and Nick Chubb? Like, are you asking what would I play them at the same time? 
uh, is, I don't like. Do I do I need like, to hold on to Johnson as like a handcuff? I I I would. Yeah, I would. I mean, why not? Because I mean, because we don't know how healthy Chubb spot. is. Eh. I don't mind it though. Like, okay. I guess it depends how deep your bench is. Obviously, whether or not you have an IR spot. Never uh, deep but. Enough. I'm a big, I'm a big like lover of like handcuffs for for the running backs. Um, depending on you know obviously who it is, but yeah, 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 I would. I mean, we already saw. I mean, granted, it was one game, very very small sample size, but he clearly can step up when the time is needed when it's needed. Um, yeah, we see we have proof that Cleveland can run two running backs in a game to be and be very fantasy relevant. So. I don't see why not, you know. So okay. we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. What about you? Would you not? No, I think I'm going to hold on to him. I'm definitely going to hold on to him this week. Just in, like, yes. what if he did get traded? You know what I mean? Just, just in case. You never know. I don't necessarily think that'll happen, but I'm at least going to hold on to him this week, and then we'll kind of see what happens. And I want to see how and he with does, how it, like how many touches it get in this coming game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with how expensive he was two weeks ago, I'm not paying that again. <laughs> so... If he's on waivers. Luckily, I got him the week before. So Ooh. that was nice. See, that's how I was with. Uh, I can't remember names. It's 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 there's a lot. There's a lot of scariness around my mind. I don't know what's going on. Um, DJ Shark <laughs> out for this season. Which I, I thought we knew that already. I figured that as well, too. So it's kind of nice that we at least know. Um, yeah. Josh Jacobs. Not expecting to miss time after his um, chest injury, uh, but they're on bye, which is always a great thing. Extra week to heal. You're not worried about, yep. you know, starting, sitting, anything like that. Miles yeah. Sanders, ankle sprain. It was reported that it looked worse than it is. That does not make me feel any better, to be honest, uh, personally. I don't. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Man. I, but I, It sounds like he's for sure missing this week, and it will kind yes. of see after that. Yeah, so at least this week, Kenneth Gainwell. Um, I know your waivers already went through, but if he's, you know, maybe pick him up if he's still in waivers for some reason, or if you really need a back, maybe uh, shoot out a trade to someone, to the Gainwell owner. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard on COVID reserve list. By the time you're listening to this, that game is either tonight or was yesterday. Ooh. Highly unlikely that they play or played. Uh, is that the boo of... Is that is that that's me being Packers sad being that Devontae Adams is injured or not playing? That's okay. I mean, what? I actually don't have I don't have any shares of Devontae, so I somehow I have so, multiple. Yeah, you have a lot. Yeah, that's okay. So I know Robert Tony should be a good play. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see how Aaron Rodgers even does, but um. It is Aaron Rodgers, so I am not counting him out. Mahomes did clear the concussion protocol, which is great news. Maybe not that it was great news last week that he played, but mm. <laughs> oh. he'll oh, bounce oh, back. Oh, too it's going to be fine. No, he'll be fine. It's it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is great, but uh, yeah, you know, here we are in the bulk of the se- in the, right in the middle of the season. Bulk of injuries. It's it's happening. It's going to continue to happen. So yeah. Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, news right. item. This came through just a little bit ago. The Saints did make a trade for running back Mark Ingram. 
fantasy implications are none. So let's move on. Correct. Let's let's just move on. Let's just get into the main topic of our show today. Once again, we are back with Impressed, Depressed, our favorite segment of the week, our only main segment of the week, because that's just what we do. We like to talk about Uh how happy we were, how sad we were. So let's go ahead, step into our fantasy football office, and let's do this thing. All right. Welcome to our office. All right. So let's start off. Running backs impressed us. Who was it this week? Yeah, so the running back that impressed us this week was Damian Harris running back for the New England Patriots. He finishes the RB2 on the week, uh, 14 carries for 106 yards, two touchdowns, um, also two targets, two receptions for seven yards. Not a lot there, but, you know, it's at least a little little something-something for you. Super effective. Now, it was, I mean, it was a good matchup for them, and they absolutely just, like, demolished the Jets this week. Okay, so it was, you know, all, all the stars were aligned, but to see him perform that well, I think is good for his fantasy stock moving forward, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It was it's it's good to know he's the guy there in New England. I know there's been talks, you yeah. know, Brandon Bolden. Um I'm blanking on names tonight. Uh but it, it, he's the guy, right? That's just that's the yeah. way it seems. And moving yeah. forward, I I feel confident playing him week in and week out. So, hopefully Absolutely. he can continue this uh this dominance yeah. trend. Um Yeah. Who depresses this week? Yeah, so uh look, I had to bring him up here because we kind of Let's be honest. Let's let's put it out there for our listeners. You know, we're we are transparent here and we are humble. <laughs> anyway, we were we were pretty excited about Mike Davis this season, right? Going into the season, we thought oh, yeah. that it was pretty clearly his backfield. We thought he was going to be nothing special, but consistent, solid, ton of volume. Well, how about four carries for ten yards, and that's it mike davis finishes as the rb60 on the week that is a uh, not cutting it for those who are wondering um really really terrible week for him and honestly it just kind of seems like we're at the point where you can't really start him because it cordell patterson is is the guy there now um i think that transition has happened we have moved on that offense has become patterson and pitts and some ridley and so <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly like, part of me feels dumb for being like Mike Davis is gonna be the guy because it's Mike Davis, but also, like, this is like what the eighth team Cordero Patterson has been on. Why, why should I have expected this to happen? No, I think I think we were right in the whole process. You know, we 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 say um, trust the process and the pro. <laughs> Everything said Mike Davis was the guy. We saw what he did last year in a starting <laughs> right. role. You know, this wasn't, there was no one behind him that we were really, we weren't even thinking about Cordero Patterson, you know, even in the, not even you know, a little behind bit. Him. Like it, it wasn't a thing. It just, it wasn't. And <laughs> here we are um, talking <laughs> about Mike Davis in week seven, running back 60 on the week. Yeah. Running back 60 on the week. Or carries tyler that is there are 32 teams in the nfl 
<laughs> and not all 32 played this week. Yup. That's not good. So, no. Yeah, no. it's, you know what? I mean, I, yeah, I think he, he just, you can't confidently start him. He's, he's a desperation play. I think that is really the only time you can throw him in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, and the worst part about a player like this is, man, it's really tough to cut a running back who has at least had some volume, you know, to start the season. Uh, no upside at all, but he's had volume like a little bit. Um, so it's hard to cut him. But also, you can't really start him, so it feels like he's just kind of clogging up a roster spot because um, you don't really know what to do with him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. You know what is fun? Oh, I sure do. I sure do. What's fun is seeing a wide receiver that can play football after someone said he could not, and that someone <laughs> is Jamar Chase. Look, wide receiver two on the week. 10 targets, 8 receptions, over 200 yards. 200. 200 yards. One touchdown brought in. Come on. Like, come on. He's yeah. so good. He is unbelievable. Did you see that, like, 10-yard slant that he just took to the house, like, broke three tackles and then just was gone? He's just yeah, he's 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 elite, dude. We are seven games in and he's elite. Right? Can I can we yeah. confidently oh, say yeah, that? Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, we can absolutely say it. You know, I'll do you one better, okay? okay. After this game, I was kind of sitting there and I was thinking about it and I've heard of, heard it mentioned in a few other few other places, but let's go ahead, let's put our dynasty hats on. We're not great at this dynasty thing, right? We're not super experienced in it, but if we oh, yeah. put those hats on, okay? Is there another wide receiver that you would rather have on your roster in dynasty is he the number one wide receiver in dynasty i think he has to be and yeah there just has to be right because you you were i mean if you've been playing fantasy football if if this is not your first year you know how it felt last year with justin jefferson like that that was awesome like this Mm -hmm. feels beyond that already it absolutely is it's undoubtedly so much more than what Jeff Justin Jefferson was because Jamar Chase has he he started from the get go was like oh this dude can play yep it, I think and you know what I I kind of don't think a lot of people are thinking about Jamar Chase in a dynasty like in a in that kind of sense where I do think you could go out and make a trade in Dynasty for Jamar Chase, and it will cost you. Do not get me wrong, but it will not cost you as much as it would at the end of the season or next season. Okay, like yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it's like yeah, go, it's not going to be cheap. It. <laughs> it's not going to be cheap, but no, no, no. Like I think, I mean, just do it. Like I, I say, go for it. Like because you're talking about elite production. And mm-hmm. we're not even seven, eight games into his career yet. Oh, he's getting nope. like, think about how long, no matter the price you pay, it's worth it, right? If you're in a dynasty league, because what are you, what are you talking? Eight years? <laughs> Nine years? Like, right. And, and, and the best part is we know who his quarterback is for the next probably five years. Cause they'll, he'll, he'll do four and then they'll probably take his fifth year option. So that's yep. five years 
with a quarterback that we're confident in, the situation's going to be the same, right? Like, it just doesn't get much better than that. That's why Tyreek Hill is so valuable in Dynasty, because you know who his quarterback is. That's why Devontae Adams has a little less Dynasty value, because you don't really know what next year is going to look like. But look, Jamar Chase is the wide receiver three on the season right now behind Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill. Wow. Wide receiver three. Right now. I, I, I can't wait to really explore this. I, I think we just need to talk about this now. I think we need to have a, a Jamar Chase like episode in the offseason because yeah. this story has just been freaking wild. He's too high mm-hmm. in cost. Oh, we need to avoid him, but he's good. Now he's wide receiver three on the year. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a great price he it's was nuts, now man. at fifth, fifth round. It's it's so nuts, yeah. and it's oh, it's gonna be so good. And and twenty one years old, Tyler, twenty one years old. And and you know the craziest part about this whole thing, you're just saying, but it's Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, and they play for the Bengals, mm-hmm. the number one seed in the AFC right now. Yeah. Hmm. What is happening? What yeah. is going on? I think, listen, guys, I think this is a powerhouse offense for the next at least two to three years. Jamar Chase is the, is the number one weapon there. Joe Burrow is the center, the focal point. I think we have a just a connection here and something that it's going to be special. Um, he probably is my dynasty wide receiver one to answer all of this. Um, if he can go out, if he finishes as like a number three on the season, you know what I mean? He's going to be everybody's yeah. number one dynasty wide receiver. Cause he's so much younger than the other guys. He's like five God. years younger than all of them. And Hey, this podcast was built on friendship and being best friends. And if you never believed in the power before Joe Burrow and Jamar chase are your living proof right now. If you need, mm-hmm. if you need an example, yeah, it yep. works guys. It works. All right. That's been a great conversation. Clearly, we spent like triple the amount of time on it as the running backs alone. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to turn the tables a little bit here. Let's talk about someone who, you know, maybe two years ago, we were having, you know, very similar conversations. We were praising this man. But this week in particular, week seven of the NFL 2021 season, Julio Jones, my guy. Yeah. He's making me sad. Uh, mm-hmm. Two receptions on only four targets. And listen, wide receiver 49 on the week, only 38 yards. And this is a team that, you know, they kind of, they kind of spanked uh, a Patrick Mahomes over there. And mm-hmm. yep. Julio only had 38 yards in this game out of that. Like <sighs> it was, so it was uh, a weird game. Like, Let's keep that under consideration. They got up really fast, really far. Um, I mean, at halftime, it was like 27 to zero. So it's not like they needed to pass the ball a ton. Um, It was just a very odd game. And then Mahomes got hurt. And so it it was strange. But yeah, it it just wasn't great from him. You you were kind of hoping for some production with that matchup. um, But you just didn't see it this week. And so... It's slightly concerning, but I guess, do you think Julio Jones is going to bounce back from this? Like, do you think he's going to be a solid option from here on out? 
I have Julio in a lot of places, you know, for, so my bias standpoint says, yeah, of course, but no, I really don't. I, I don't, okay. I can't play him confidently week in and week out anymore. Um, you know, it's going to be a matchup type type play. I think for me, but okay. I just, I just, every time I put him in the last like two weeks, I'm just, I'm scared. I just, I, I am. Yeah. It's scary. I think I'm, I'm in a similar spot. I don't want to, I'm not like excited to start him right now, but I'm, I'm, I have some hope that he's going to kind of turn it around. So I, if, if I have him, I think I'm holding for a little bit longer. Um, just to see if, if, if they can turn it around. Because I, I do think that he can. Obviously, he's good enough. I believe in the offense, too. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a big game against the Colts this week, too. Oh, you're scared, huh? Really, We have a really a bad scared. secondary. A little scared. Okay. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> Guys, we need, we need a sound bite or sound drop for this. Because this is literally my favorite part of the week. The tight end position. I love it. All right. <laughs> oh man, gotta love those Let's tight ends. Let's go. Yeah, you gotta love those tight ends. They are. <laughs> I like tight ends and cannot lie. I don't know. We need to. Oh we'll find something for this. Uh, all right. Let's <laughs> talk about our. <laughs> Let's talk about the only player in NFL history with a touchdown back to back weeks with two different NFL teams. Tight end six on the week, Mister Zach Ertz. Ugh. I loved what I saw this week. Three, only three receptions, mind you. Sixty-six yards, brought in a touchdown. Even had a carry. Even had a, even had a carry this week. Um, just super involved in this offense, which I love to see right away. Finally, listen, guys. Tyler and I got in a fight yesterday about Zachert, so. Uh... I don't even know if I want to talk about this right now. That's fine. That's fine. Zach Ertz, tight end six on the week, like I said. Uh, he's. I think he's going to be a huge part of this Cardinals offense going forward, and I'm excited to See, watch him. Uh, all right. What? Nope. nope. We're, we're doing it. Listen. <laughs> Wait, no. But this One is game. the impress impre- segment. <laughs> yes, he's great. He had a great week, and because of that, we have to talk about him. But you're dumb, and I need to call it out. I'm not dumb, dude. Here we go. I mean, that's that's debatable. But like right now, <laughs> and uh, right now, I'm telling you, Zach. I'm telling you, I'm not. I I I'm gonna let Zachert speak for me on the field over the next ten weeks. Okay, that's what I'm doing. See, I let me just say, I question that decision making. I think he will be oh. fine here on out, but not. I'm not saying he's gonna be Darren yeah. Waller here. Don't mistake my enthusiasm for. For, That's pretty for much what you my... said. <laughs> you said you would rather have him than Noah Fant, right? That's what you said. Yes, I would. That's I, personally, insane. I would. Mm-mm, nope i I just trust the Arizona Cardinals offense more. I don't care what you trust. That's nuts. Don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey. my gosh. Anyway, like guys, said, look, Zach Ertz. He had a good week. He was involved in the first week. I think they were force feeding him a little bit because he's new. Tyler thinks this is what <laughs> is to come. I have questions about that. I think he's a decent touchdown or bust kind you know, of. You know what? Tight end, Steven, But we will find out in twenty four hours. That's kind of the that I think. You're right. We will. We will. We will. Right. We, we will find yeah. out in twenty four hours. Against you are right. We might continue to talk about him a little bit 
in another segment we have later on, but we'll try not to get in another fight. Depressing <laughs> tight end from the week. Ugh. Mark Andrews Ooh. finishes tight end 27 targets, seven targets, only three receptions for 48 yards. Listen, they got like beat up in this game. And I would have hoped for some more production. Wouldn't are you on the same page there? Like if they're down, they have to pass the ball. Yep. I would have hoped for a little more. You you would think you know, how bad they were down, he would at least come down with more than three receptions. Yeah, seven targets and, and only caught three of them. That's it's odd. Even if we're talking garbage time. Something. Right, exactly. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I was very unimpressed this week. I did not like that. Yeah. at all but like it was very similar to the to the tennessee game like just baltimore was just, it was just not good for, a good week for them yeah it was just it was a bad Chiefs, game for not good week for them lamar had a rough start to that game passing as well it's not i'm not changing anything about mark andrews but i am filing this away as a little itty bitty piece of information that i might need to refer back to later on as we kind of you know continue to adjust rankings and think of how we think about these players but let's go ahead let's move on to our next segment we've got a couple interesting stats from some running backs in week seven let's get into it all right first player on the list look i won't lie to you I'm mostly bringing this one up to uh, take a little bit of a victory lap here. DeAndre Swift running back for the Detroit Lions. Listen to this, okay? This is, I love this stat. He is tied for, in sixth place for number of targets, okay? Across all positions. Wow. That's, That's not sixth in running back targets. That is sixth in anybody that catches the ball he's tied with dj moore and jamar chase in the number of targets he had this week it's insane he uh no sorry that is across the season no That's that was this nuts. week six in targets for this week <laughs> he's 20th overall over the season that's right 20th but still he's first of running back targets by like a pretty significant margin that's above that's above uh, Najee Harris, who had that week with 19 targets or 17 or whatever it was. Yeah, Swift has more than that even. And so 20th over the season, even, that includes wide receivers, that includes tight ends. Um, like I said, mostly a victory lap, but I think it's really important because no matter how bad that offense is, he is going to keep getting these targets and he is going to keep producing for fantasy. He's going to have like six catches a game. It's going to be insane. He do he's good. It's what you like to see from a Detroit mm-hmm. Lions player, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, some, he, some he, I think he is really good. Yeah, I had a Very thought uh, yesterday. I was like, man, what if the Chiefs just drafted Swift instead of Clyde? Dude, who knows? Maybe they would have messed him up too. It's it's possible. Um, <laughs> you never know. But also, it's very possible yeah, that he yeah. could have just been like the number one wide running back, like in all, all fantasy. We can't go down that rabbit hole. It's going to leave. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We probably shouldn't. Uh, really excited about DeAndre Swift. Uh, targets, targets, targets. Oh, man, it's what you want to see targets. from your running back. Speaking of impressive running backs, we had another guy that had a really good game this week. 
And it started to get my wheels turning a little bit. Khalil Herbert, okay, your guy from the Chicago Bears. Listen, running backs not named Khalil Herbert against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year have 98 carries for 100 yards. That is 3.4 yards per carry across six games. Khalil Herbert in week seven had 18 carries for 100 yards, 5.6 yards per carry. We know he had a really good game. He, he had a good game against the Bucks. He ran really well. Fantastic. Looks good. Um, it was impressive. You know, you just didn't expect to see that from him against this defense who has been just phenomenal at stopping the run this year. Granted, offense did nothing, but that would make me think even less that he would be able to, you know, succeed yeah. in that situation. Um, but I think it's interesting. So what it's made me think of, and, and I – and I'm going to ask it from the perspective of, you know, a personal league situation I am in, and hopefully it'll shed some insight for everyone else listening. I have a league where David Montgomery is sitting in my IR. Should I be looking to trade him because he is not going to come back with the same value that he left with because Khalil Herbert is going to eat away at his volume? No, I wouldn't worry. No, I I don't think so. Because okay. I think the, the David Montgomery model, we it's there's always been someone else, be it Tariq Cohen, Damian Williams, the first half of the season, and, and Montgomery still puts up really good numbers. Right. That's not that's not gonna change. So this time around, instead of Damian Williams or or Tariq Cohen, it's gonna be Khalil Herbert behind him. You know? I don't think so. We could very well be looking at. I don't want to like get too premature here, and I don't think this. I'm just it's an it's a thought. We could be looking at a very similar Kareem Hunt Nick Chubb situation mm. in the future, okay. where okay. you have just two really good running backs. They can both be very viable fantasy options week in and week out. You know, depending on the situation. But I don't think it's time to sell David Montgomery yet. Okay. Not there yet. I, I don't know how you feel. That's not where um, I'm at. I, I've kind of wavered on it a little bit. I think I'm back to, no, I, I think he'll still be okay. Um, I still think David Montgomery will get the high value carries. I think he will be the third down back, and I think he will get the goal line stuff. And so I'm not too concerned about losing some carries between the 20s. Yeah, no, I I think there's nothing to be worried about. You know, when David Montgomery comes back from, you know, IR and it's been five weeks and, and we're seeing a shift, then we can talk. But right until then, no, I definitely I would hold. So sweet. Wow. What an interesting fact. That really is a really interesting fact. That is nuts. It is. It's it's cool. It's it's just fun because it's just like a, a, a low drafted rookie comes in, has a great game, looks really good. And it's like, oh, man, that's that's fun to see somebody kind of step up, just like we saw from Dearness Johnson this week. Yes, you love to see it. And if you follow us on, on TikTok or, or YouTube, then you may be hearing uh, Mr. Herbert's name this week again Ooh. for some fantasy awards, perhaps. Oh, or there we maybe, go. Maybe, nice, maybe little, little nice little teaser, teaser there. <laughs> a little uh, a little treat, maybe. Or, oh, or come on now. They don't get that yet. They don't get it yet. Follow Tune us on in. TikTok. <laughs> Okay. Okay. 
Well, I want I want to do something here. This is actually your idea. So you want to do something here. Let's let's re let's let's realign our rankings for a minute. Yeah. Let's just real quick. You know, we are seven weeks into the season. Um, not and now we're not we're not talking. You know, like a redraft or or like let's draft again. Nothing like that. We just our rankings. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have seven weeks of data, of film, of games. How do we view each position now? Like our top 12, where where are we ranking them? So let's go ahead and do that. Let's just start with quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are always fun to talk about. We've seen some great games from some people, some bad games from some people. You know, it's been kind of all over the place. Some people have surprised us. Let's jump into this. I, I think you and I are in consensus on most of these picks, and we'll let you know if if any of them are a little different. But I mean, not that he was far off in number one when we went into the season. But Kyler Murray, he's just he's just the guy, he's the man. Yeah, he's been awesome. Uh, he he's so good, week in and week out. So many weapons. He can run. He can do it all. Like he is an athlete. I think Aaron Rodgers was talking about him recently and just saying how how good he is. <laughs> And mm-hmm, yeah, and we get to see him face tomorrow, which is going to be great. And right, ah, it's current census number one, I think, right now. If we were re ranking these, but yeah, I think so too. Easy pick, easy pick. Um, number two would be the goat, right? I mean, ta- come on, yeah, it's obnoxious, it's so stupid <laughs> that he's in this conversation at he, the age of 40,000 yeah. years old. Yeah, it's it's it is. He's look, he's playing really well. Yeah, that's part of it. Um but but the biggest thing is they're they're just passing the ball so much and he's scoring so many touchdowns, the weapons that he has there, it's just going to keep happening. Like everything is working in his favor from a passing perspective. So unless they start to slow down the amount of times they're throwing the ball, Tom Brady is number two in the rankings. And I <laughs> I just got to throw this out there real quick. Did you see the Battlefield 2042 video game commercial with him in it? No. Uh, so there's a video game called, uh, whatever it's called, like Battlefield 2042. And uh, the guy's like walking in the video game, the, the soldier, and he's walking and it like pans around and there's just like a billboard and it says like Tom Brady and it, <laughs> it's like 20, it's like 2042. I think, oh well, yeah, I guess that would make sense. <laughs> it's the year 2042 and it shows yeah. him like winning another championship or something that has like him aged <laughs> like old. And I'm like, oh God, God, it's so true though. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it's so true oh god he's gonna live forever but he is our qb2 i think if we were re-ranking this right now mm-hmm. which brings us to number three josh allen <sighs> yeah he's so good he's so good too his quarterbacks are so yeah good. <laughs> um, yeah he, he he's playing really well um using his legs plenty often he's scoring touchdowns on the ground pretty easy pick there at number three this is where it gets a little more difficult look patrick mahomes falls to qb4 in our rankings um i feel dirty having him down this far because he can make us look really dumb pretty easily real real quick Um, he just hasn't been playing super well so i feel less confident in him than i do in the other guys that's really that's that's just kind of it yeah the offense just not clicking so i I get it right behind him lamar jackson this feels really low too honestly uh, it does, doesn't it? It feels really low. Like I feel, 
I, th- this is where I feel bad saying this name out loud here at number five, but at the same time, it's not like he belongs right above everyone we've talked about. Right. And, and all, I would say like, close, these, right. Yeah. All top five of these guys are very interchangeable. Really. I, it's kind of almost a personal preference. Like, you know, like, I don't know. They all kind mm-hmm. of have their own styles. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's, it almost, it almost depends on like what you want to watch. <laughs> kind of like to watch them. Most. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, after that, Jalen Hurts, listen, I said it a few weeks ago. I was wrong about my opinion on Jalen Hurts in the offseason. Yup. Great for fantasy football. All right. If we're going to make comments like that, that's just, that's just unnecessary. I don't know what you expected when you agreed to start a fantasy football podcast with me, but, uh, <laughs> when I get things right and you're wrong, you are going to be hearing about it. I promise you. I just figure to be behind closed doors, you know, and I can go like cry like <laughs> afterwards, but it's fine. <laughs> Listen, he, he's our quarterback six here, but it's terrifying because uh, he could be on the bench like any time at this point, really, right? <laughs> Who knows? Like, I just like I'm not going to try to get too <laughs> off topic here, but the whole like yeah. Tua situation and like Jalen Hurt situation, like, oh, man. you talk about trust issues. I'm glad I'm not a fan yeah. of those teams right now because no. I can't do it. I, I can't. No, I, I am also, man. Dude, I, if, no, if Tua no or thing. Jalen Hurts gets benched for Deshaun Watson before Matt Nagy gets fired from Chicago, I just don't understand anything. Yeah. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. It makes no sense. Truth. Uh, next quarterback is Justin Herbert. Hey, listen. So good. LA's looking good. So good. Love watching them week in and week out. So he is here at our number seven spot, right above Dak Prescott at number eight. Dak is back. He's so mm-hmm. good. Oh, yeah. He's so good. He's and got listen, weapons. Yeah. 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 So this is interesting because where do we have him ranked? In, in at the beginning, we had him as like QB4, QB5, right? I'm pretty Four sure. Four or five. Yeah. 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 Um, this is not because he is not playing as well as we expected. Uh, he is playing better than we anticipated, but they just figured other things out in that on that team that I didn't anticipate, like defense and running the ball. So um, they're just a very good team, which means they don't have to make Dak throw the ball like 47 times a game. Yeah, it's a great news for just Dallas Cowboy fans mm-hmm. <laughs> in yep. general. Yeah, it's it a really good is. thing. No. You'd rather I, it, Jalen Hurts is number six. They're not a good team. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd rather your quarterback maybe be a little lower. That's okay. That is okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, this is this is honestly like, if I were drafting right now, this mm-hmm. is the guy I'm aiming for. This next guy, like, okay, I'm, I, I, I am. You know, I want good value, and I think I can get good value for him. But Matthew Stafford, my God. Yeah. He yep. has just been so impressive. And granted, Cooper Cup's been a huge part of that because they, yeah, them no together kidding. been great. And, oh, they're uh, he just looks so good. I feel confident playing him every week. Um, uh, It just it excites me so much. I like that he's on the LA. Yeah, he's been on. awesome. <laughs> In he has been awesome. Yeah. He's been great. Uh Green Bay quarterback Aaron Rodgers comes in at number 10. Listen, he's good. Uh, he's won a game or two. He he is so <laughs> good. Aaron Rodgers is actually so good that he can purposely throw a game in week one 
<laughs> and Love then this theory. Come, Love it. I, it's it's a theory it's a theory it's a thing it's 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 not conspiracy it's true it's all fact um and listen i this next guy number 11 i actually feel he's about a little like dirty i kind of feel bad that he's this low but he will not finish this low i do not think in our rankings i think this is just for now that's joey b baby in sin c joey b in the big c Love it. That's my new, that's what I'm calling them. I love it. I love it. Joe Burrow. <laughs> and then at number 12, Derek Carr. He's looked good, man. He like, I've been impressed. Impressive this year. He is playing his mind, like out of his mind. It's 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 very good. He looks awesome. Um, he's not like a fantasy producer necessarily. Um but he's playing so well that he he's probably going to put up a couple touchdowns every single game, and so that'll yep. get him in the top twelve for sure. Consistent, solid, safe. Yeah, I and I just want to like also, um, you know, kind of again, I am comfortable playing any one of these quarterbacks weekly. Like, if any of these guys, like I, I'm confident, you know. Um, yes. Like I am not. I'm not like worried about, about matchups, right? Like, oh man, should I play Joey B? Like, yeah, I'm playing Joey B. Like, that's just how it is. Um, yeah, did you see what he oh, just did to the Ravens? To the Ravens, yes. Uh, In Baltimore, it's Joey B. So good, I can't. I can't wait for more. Um, let's move on to the running backs. Our top, our, our ranked, our ranked running backs. Go ahead, kick us off. Who, who's, who's the cream of the crop right now? And when I say cream of the crop. Like I legitimately mean his stats are like double of the next Pete person. <laughs> Listen, it's an easy choice. It's Derrick Henry, and it's not close. He has been unbelievably good and just so much better than everyone else. It's crazy. Uh, you guys know why. Ton of volume, really productive, crazy efficient. Derrick Henry, running back one. Let's move up. Yeah, he can do. He can literally throw a touchdown pass if he wants. Yeah, every once in a while he'll just toss one yep. in, and it's fine. Uh, next up, Alvin Kamara. Listen, I know it kind of seems like you know you're not getting exactly what you want out of Alvin Kamara thus far, and I think the New Orleans offense, just in general, I don't know what's going on. I mean, Jamison Winston's the quarterback. Listen, I get it, but I'm still taking him probably second overall. He's so good. Um, he was literally the only reason I think they had a chance last Monday to win that game or, you know, to stay yep. competitive in that game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Alvin Kamara it is. Yeah. Uh, number three for us, Dalvin Cook. Uh, he'd probably be number two if he wasn't injured. Um, yep. He's he's had some issues yeah. so far. But Dalvin Cook, number three, he's still very, very good. That team still loves to run the ball. So Dalvin Cook, number three. Austin Eckler coming in at number four. He has been awesome this year. Just like we yes. thought. You know, we we were we loved liked him coming into the season, but I think he's even been better than we expected. And it helps that the running back situation this year has been uh precarious for the most part for most people. Um but he catches the ball, he runs the ball, um, he gets those really high value targets in the passing game. And so Big fan of Austin Eckler. I love it. He's been awesome. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott's the next guy up here at the number five spot. Yep. He's bouncing back. 
he's looking good. Like we said, that D- Dallas is, looks like they're getting their stuff together mm-hmm. this season. Yep. And, uh, you know, Zeke is, is a great beneficiary of that. Uh, next up your boy, JT, Jonathan yeah. Taylor of Indianapolis looking good. Honestly, he's only this low. I think we can agree because they're just not feeding them the way they should. Um, yeah, I, it's hard to say because the, like they've won the last couple games. So it's hard to say that like they need to give him the ball more, but also, they they just could you know what i mean like like uh-huh. tennessee is not afraid to just feed derrick henry because it continues to work whereas indianapolis feels like they need to play a little bit more balanced but i'm not necessarily convinced that they do i think they could just feed jonathan taylor and have a, a somewhat of a derrick henry mm-hmm. effect where he just gets better and better as the game goes along but he's getting he's getting enough touches he's getting the goal line work he has been just really, really good. And he, he's getting a fair amount of passing work. So um, enough yeah. enough to keep him up here, at least. Yeah, and then behind him at number seven, uh, another one of your boys, DeAndre yeah. Swift in Detroit. Hey. Oh, he's good. He is good. He, he's good. He's, he is the Lions, you know. Um, he really is. I, <laughs> yeah, just like know, we expected, I, really. I'm convinced him and TJ Hawkinson could just kind of do, just go out there and probably get something done. <laughs> by themselves yeah that's probably all they need (laughs) yeah i think you might be right uh similar situation here where you got a running back who just gets a ton of passing work Najee harris listen he's doing next to nothing on the ground but it doesn't really matter because he's getting a ton of targets um Najee harris number eight for us yeah Najee harris uh and, and and you know i I'm not going to lie. I, I wouldn't mind taking him maybe another spot or two higher with, with knowing that uh, um, Juju is out for the season. You know, knowing that he is going to yeah, get it's, a little it's more extra workload. So I, I, I like him here. Right behind him, Nick Chubb feels a little low here, but, you know, he was injured last week. You know, I'm trying not to, like, look into that too much, but, you know, number nine, you can't you can't really complain there. Yeah, I think I think that plays into it for me. And there's always a second running back, it seems like, they're in Cleveland that they're not yep. afraid to use. So uh, Aaron yeah, Jones comes exactly. in at number 10. Not as productive as we have a, we would have liked to see him thus far. Um, but, I mean, he's getting the job done. He's he's getting work. He's getting opportunities. He's making the most of them. And uh, he's, he's about to get so much volume this week that he might just be yes. a top 10 running back because of this week. <laughs> Yeah, can't argue there. Uh, number eleven, James Robinson? Question mark. Yeah, he's been awesome. Yeah, uh, what a value. He's been good. He's getting he's getting no work for this kidding. horrible team. And uh, yeah, I I know we've talked about it before, but I' curious to see what they do with him next year. Yeah, um, I am too. You know, and uh, and let me. One thing I want to point out, because we we kind of made the argument for Swift and for Harris, like they get a ton of volume because of that volume, they end up being good. But I think with James Robinson, something that to keep in mind is that it's not just the volume for him. I feel like he's been very efficient as well. Like he looks good, runs really well, and is kind of overcoming a a bit of a bad offense here. So um, James Robinson, I'm I'm perfectly happy to have him as my running back one. I think at this point, feels so yeah. safe. 
It does. It feels super safe. Um, and another person here that's going to finish out our top 12 list here. Another safe option, at least I feel, is just Daryl Henderson in L.A. right now with Cam Akers mm-hmm. gone. He just seems like he's getting the work. He He's making them like I just I feel safe, like you said, similar to James Robinson, yeah. where I can plug him in and feel like I'm going to get a decent week. He's going to get the job done. I don't have to worry about anything really with him. Yeah. Yeah, so we're pretty much in lockstep on the quarterbacks, but I do want to take a second here, running backs. Is there anyone that, like, jumps out that you feel like needs to be in the top 12? Oh, I do want to mention Christian McCaffrey. Oh. We just kind of left him off the list because you just have no idea what's going on over there. Um, and so it felt difficult to put him Same. in here because I think his value is so different based on your team's record at the moment. You know what I mean? I'm going to mention someone I know you legitimately forgot about, I think. Um, and it's oh, kind of no. the same situation as CMC, but David Montgomery. Um, I just, I I do think he's a very good back. Granted, the O-line needs help, but like. Yeah, but do you like, I, okay. Rest I do season, feel confident. Starting uh-huh. now, if, if every running back had zero points at the end of the season, is he going to have more points than Daryl Henderson? I, I would play him over Daryl Henderson, yes. Because okay. cause the thing is, if we're going based off of everything we've seen thus far, but we're starting from scratch, Chicago cannot do anything else. Chicago can't do anything, period. But they, but they can run the ball. And they can mostly run the ball. And... <laughs> And I and I I just I do think I do think he would have enough touches. You know, it's it's the Najee thing. If I we saw it with with Montgomery, he's getting over twenty touches a game. So yeah, right. I mean so I would. I, would. I guess I guess maybe I was thinking about this differently. So maybe maybe he has more points per game than some of these guys. But I think like current value because okay. David Montgomery, we don't know when he's going to be back. I think I'd rather have Daryl Henderson than David Montgomery right now because Daryl Henderson is healthy and playing, whereas Montgomery we're still waiting on, and we don't yeah. know for sure when he's going to be back. And, and that's true. There's a lot of there's a lot of this scenario is weird with the whole Henderson Montgomery argument because there's so many scenarios to consider if you're talking about just these two yeah. guys. Like, oh Henderson, well he could get injured any time, <laughs> like you know. So I don't. So could anybody, that, but. There's an asterisk that's with, with Montgomery. That's why I kind of brought it up. Um, but as far as is there someone in the top twelve that we don't have that we should consider? I I kind of think Leonard Fournette should be in that conversation. Yeah, I I wondered about that as well. Like maybe maybe I'd rather have him than than some of those later guys. But oh man, I I think I have a hard time buying in like a hundred percent. Because <laughs> what if he just what if they just go away from him again? Like, isn't that just completely possible? I mean, yeah, anything's possible, man. <laughs> oh, but isn't it, it feel more possible than it should? I don't know. I, I'm I'm on the Leonard Fournette <laughs> high right now, so now's not a good okay, time to ask okay. me that. <laughs> uh, another player I was thinking about, Joe Mixon. Um, he might deserve to be up in the top twelve, but yeah. I think for me, that passing game has been so incredibly uh, productive that I 
think I'm a little less high on Joe Mixon because of that, which might be not mm-hmm. fair, but yeah. that's kind of where I'm, where I'm at with it. I definitely agreed. All right, wide receivers. This will be a fun one. All right. This one, this one was tough. <laughs> oh, God, right? So I think we still have to go Devonta Adams one. Like, yeah, it, there's an argument for Cooper Cup, but I I, I feel better about Devontae. Yes, uh, I think I feel safer with them week in and week out. There's no mm-hmm. Robert Woods on the other side of Devontae Adams. Like, yep, that exactly. like, makes me question it each week. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw, there was, I don't remember what week it was. It was like three or four weeks ago. Devontae Adams got hurt and came back in. And afterwards, they asked him about it. And his answer was, I'm built different. So <laughs> oh, man. it made me mad as a Bears fan to hear that. Like I was just like, you're so cocky, did. you little. Uh, but he's right. He's he's so right. He's built differently, and he knows it. So he's still our number one. But yeah, Cooper Cup's right there at number two. Yeah, he's just you know, and, and you can make the argument that maybe like Jamar Chase or Hill or Jefferson could be like two. You really could, but like. We're going based off yep. of what we've seen so far. Cooper Cup is so good this year. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. it's just he's just so good. Like I I love him. Um, but I would put him number two, Jamar Chase number three. I think and yeah. you know what's scary about Jamar Chase? <laughs> How good he is, and then he's so young. Yes. He is only seven weeks in, and I am convinced he keeps getting better every week. Like, are we going to see like, a 400-yard game here in, like, eight weeks or something <laughs> stupid? Like, Well, I mean, maybe not, but but he, he will keep getting better, right? Like, you know, like, he's seven weeks into his NFL career. He hasn't, like, hit a plateau or peaked or anything like that. I, I do think he's going to break every rookie receiving record this, this year. Um, and I mean, I, maybe I'm like overvaluing that, but, uh, it's hard for me to want these other guys more than I want Jamar Chase on my, on my roster right now. Yeah. Um, okay. We're not going to talk about him anymore. We, everyone's heard it. Uh, Jeff, Justin, I don't know J names. Uh, Justin Jefferson's number four. And you uh, call him George Washington. (laughs) I almost called him Jordan Jefferson. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who Jordan Jefferson is. If you're listening, Jordan Jefferson, thank you for listening. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, (laughs) You know, if your name is Jordan Jefferson, please. And you listen to this episode, please hit us up. I'm gonna hook you up with something <laughs> because Gosh. I don't know where that name came from and my, it's, it's weird, but, uh, um, Justin Jefferson, dude, he's good. We really don't need to explain yeah. much about a lot of Very these guys. Good. Uh, Tyreek Hill number five feels a little low. Yeah. Uh, I'm not convinced that that's right. It's, but. it's the Patrick Mahomes offense thing. Chiefs uh-huh. it just is a weird offense right now. So it just, there's a lot of question marks. And I just, yep. I don't feel, I like, I feel more comfortable playing the previous four over him right now. Yeah, I think that's, that's where, where I'm, I'm at, at as well. Um, D Hop comes in at number six. I mean, D Hop, not much to say there. Number yeah. seven, Mike Williams. Yeah. This is a surprise. Mm-hmm. Know. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would have put him this high. Um, and he's got to be in the top 12, right? He's in the top 12. I would probably put him like number 10 or 11 if this like okay. or purely just mine. 
Um, cause I do, I will, I probably, I want to take like the next two guys over him for sure where I'm at. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, this no, is I a think, very, I think you're right. This is a very loosely based list guys. I just, like I said, this is just all 12 of these players. I have no problem starting week in and week out over anyone else <laughs> yes. on my roster. Uh, Mike Williams, though, he, he's just, he's the number one guy there in, in LA it seems like, and him mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. bigger get along. Well, Stefan Diggs number eight. Yep. He just hasn't been what we thought he would be, um, but he's still been really good. So don't be, yeah, he definitely hasn't been as good of his brother. What? Ooh. <laughs> oh, Ooh. don't tell him that. <laughs> I'm okay. If the whole season, they just have this sibling rivalry where they're trying to outscore each other. Cause that just makes for good football. As far as I'm concerned. It's true. It's true. Uh, Terry McLaurin, this feels a little low. I feel like... Uh, really? I just... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I... Yeah, it does. I would probably... I would take McLaurin over Williams. If I... Even if I were redoing yeah. a draft right now. Yes. I, I don't know. I, I trust the quarterback in LA so much more. That's fair. That is fair. That That is completely... Good. That's what I does wish, it for me. Dude, I, if, man, I wish Watson was going to Washington. Oh my oh god. Gosh. Oh my god. I know that's not a thing, but gee. Let me dream for a minute. Uh <laughs> CD Lamb right after Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's been uh, awesome. Hollywood Brown. He's been very good. He's been very, very good. It's been fun watching him. Uh Hollywood Brown, yeah. number eleven, Baltimore. He's looked a lot better than I thought he would thus far. I agree. And we we were pretty wrong on on in Baltimore, I think. Yes, and number twelve is Debo. Debo's looked good, man. Like he has same same he's kind of situation. Mm-hmm. He's just all that all that's going on there. And listen, he, technically, if if Jimmy G, if we knew he was going to be the starter for every single game for the rest of the season, I'd probably have Debo even higher. Um, but I'm pretty sure Trey Lance is going to get in there, and I think that's going to be you know a problem for Debo I still think Debo has that potential to kind of break off big plays so I think he'll still kind of round out here at the end of the number one guys um but I keep him a little lower because of the trailing inspector yeah that's totally fair uh some honorable mentions just because like there's so many good receivers right now um really is DK Metcalf let's not forget about him Mike Evans has looked good Adam Thielen's Mm -hmm. even actually looked really good uh more than I thought he would this season um, Antonio Brown, you know, Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson, even right now. Uh, yeah, there's there's just so many good receivers right now. It's there it, really it's, is, it's, isn't there? It's, yeah. Uh, let's touch on tight ends. We're not going to do all 12 of them. Let's do like the top five. How's that sound? Top okay. five. Sounds good. Uh, right now, I think I think this is pretty consensus between you and I. Uh, we got Kelsey Waller, Andrews, Kyle Pitts and TJ Hawkinson. Yep um easy peasy and that's pretty much the top five going into this you know into the draft on the offseason just a little you know little different rankings on on there for some people isn't it crazy Um, how like pretty dead on that was other than george kittle but george kittle's been injured so it's hard like yeah that's why he's not as high because he's gonna miss at least two more weeks i think so i even then like i I don't know i don't really want him anymore yeah, I don't either. I'm kind of just over that. But anywho, those are our top uh, five tight ends. Let's 
those are just kind of our you know real our, our realigning rankings right realigned rankings right now tongue twist mm-hmm. yep Oof. um if we were drafting right now into week eight so let's go ahead let's get into our last segment of the week as always our starts of the week we have been keeping record all right last week let me get down here let me get down here last week steven you had james connor as your start of the week sure My did friend. he finishes rb 22 on the week and we'll count it i i love it he had a tutty uh 10 carries 64 yards good safe option i felt like if you put him in so i'm gonna get count that in the win column for you steven you're sitting at two and one right now man two and one not bad not it's not bad bad not bad. Uh, last week, I decided to go Rashad Bateman there in Baltimore. He did finish as a wide receiver 35. I think that's a pretty solid finish, though. Six, three receptions for 80 yards. Like, I don't... Yeah. That's a uh, decent week. I'm, it's good enough. It's good. If you put him in at a flex spot because he needed someone... Listen, if you were starting Rashad Bateman, you probably needed him. Yeah. I think yes. that that's probably where you're at. And with what you got out of him, I don't mind that at all. Man, had he had a touchdown, woo! Yeah, that exactly. Great. Uh, so I'm gonna count that as a win. Um, I think, right? Let's count that as a win. Yeah. So I'm gonna go three and zero. I love it. So you're two and one. I am three and zero. Let's get into our picks of the week for this coming week. Who do you got? Listen, I went with Julio Jones this week, which is good because Ooh. we talked about him earlier. Okay. Listen, Colts yeah. secondary is crazy banged up. I think they're gonna have to invest a lot of their you know, manpower into trying to stop Derrick Henry. I think they might even like double AJ Brown. Um, I think that leaves openings for Julio Jones. And I think the Colts are going to be perfectly fine with letting Julio work against the Colts. Um, so that's where I'm going. Julio Jones. I think you'll have a pretty nice bounce back week this week. I like it. I like it. I'm not confident playing him, but your start of the week. So maybe, maybe I'll plug him in. I, I got I mean, you're the fantasy <laughs> guy here, so maybe I'll listen to you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go Kenneth Gainwell. Listen, um, you know, Miles Sanders is out, and it's not like yeah. Kenneth Gainwell's coming into this role where, you know, Miles Sanders is big contributor every week, so he's going to take all of it up. He's coming in for this horrible offense. Their quarterback can run, yeah. but I yeah, have confidence man. in Kenneth Gainwell. You know, the line, they're playing the Lions this week. They're giving up over 120 yards a game. That's a lot of yards. Um, and Gainwell, I mean, he's averaging over four targets per game, you know, in in, in the receiving in, in the receiving game, which is great. And he had, I think, eight targets last week after Sanders went down. So if we see, you know, anything from four to eight targets, I like that, especially if he can bring all those in. PPR League, I love that. I think Kenneth Gainwell can get the job done against the Lions defense. And, you know, I'm expecting a big week from him. I know I picked him up on waivers in some of my leagues, and I am super stoked to play him. Yeah, I think that is totally fair. He should have a good week for sure. All right. I think that's the episode, man. I think that's it. I think so, too. I think I think that's it. Um, Happy Halloween. Halloween week. Um, uh-huh. Creative. Yeah, see, see what I did that? See what I did there? Um Hopefully this soundboard is not any more haunted. So I'm going to go ahead, lead us into the outro. And as always, may the force be with you. See you guys.